When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Animation Addicts Podcast, episode 288. Moana 2 and the live-action Moana, a tale of two Moanas. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, the number one place to get your animation fix with animation addicts just like you. Each episode, we dive into the wonderful world of animation featuring Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, and everything in between. From hilarious discussions and movie reviews to interviews with industry insiders, this show's mission is to brighten your day through our love of animation. So hop on your nerdy couch, grab some snacks, and get ready to hang out with your animation besties because it's time to dive into today's episode. Hey there, animation addicts. I'm Morgan Stradling. And I am Chelsea Robson. And we are back. Happy New Year. Happy 2024, Chelsea. Happy February. <laughs> Happy February. Whoops. Whoops. Uh, January came and went, the longest January of all time, yet we couldn't get an episode out. But we had to drop everything when we heard this news. So let's jump right into it. Moana 2. It's a thing, and it's coming later this year. Oh, and here's the thing. There are so many sides of this that I'm like, there's some good things. And I'm going to hold tight to those good things. And then there are so <laughs> many really bad things. <laughs> so I'm like, yes. oh, no. <laughs> and we are going to talk about everything in between the good, the bad, the ugly and our thoughts on this. And, you know, this came out as let's just start from the very beginning. Why did this happen? What was the impetus that led to this announcement? So Disney had its Q1 2024 earnings call. Um, their fis- they don't go on a calendar year. They go on a fiscal year. So their quarter one goes from October through December. They count that as Q1, even though traditionally that's Q4. So the, the quarter wraps up. They have usually a month or so to get everything in order to prepare for the earnings call. And that's when they release all of their documents. They, they talk to the investors. They show how they did. Well, Disney had a terrible quarter. Lots of bad things. Oh. They're hemorrhaging subscribers on Disney Plus. They've lost over, I believe it's 10 to $11 billion since the oh, beginning of that. that. They're just so dumping bad. money. Yes, they could have built a California Adventure two times over, right? Oh, For how much this so thing, bad. yes. Just think of a, a, a theme park and that's how much they have lost just on this streaming service. So oh. you know how we feel about Disney Plus and they just keep trying to make this the little engine that could. Well, things were bad. And so just to kind of mask that, they dropped this Moana 2 announcement that, hey, by the way, we're getting a feature length film, Moana 2, and it's coming this November. Now, that's pretty interesting because you'll notice, at least I noticed after Wish, they had an untitled film, you know, for 2024. Mm -hmm. And the the new way Disney, you know, they'll announce, hey, we're doing Zootopia 2, we're doing Frozen 3, Toy Story 5, right? But then they really have been careful about slotting those into places. They just kind of leave it untitled film. But I noticed that that untitled November 2024 film kind of was dropped from the slate. 
And I thought, oh, wow, Wish was so bad that they're taking a step back, which is good, and maybe just recalibrating, recalibrating everything. And lo and behold, they were doing that behind the scenes and they were just rushing, rushing, rushing. And it seems what they did is they took this Moana TV series, which was originally supposed to be a TV series for Disney Plus and rejigger. They're rejiggering it behind the scenes and transforming it into a feature length film. Moana 2. I have so many thoughts. I will continue to talk, but I'm going to let you talk. (laughs) Oh, gosh. See, I just have. Well, you mentioned the fact that they've also changed the studio that this is going to be manned at, right? I did not mention that, but coming that is the other part. <laughs> the other shoe that has dropped with this one is that very just they didn't even announce this in the press release or the announcement for this that hey, by the way, it's not our traditional flagship studio in Bear in Burbank that has the big, you know, sorcerer's Mickey hat. No, they are not going to be the ones doing the animation on this. It's a new studio in Vancouver that was set up within the past few years and has slowly grown to about 400 employees. I imagine that this studio was intended as it probably initially was for these TV Disney plus series. Yes. Um, just like we saw back in the day with Disney Toon Studios. That's exactly and what I was Circle thinking. seven, which, you know, never really became a thing, but they kind of like these secondary studios for other projects and Disney television, D- Disney um, television has been a thing for a while you know, Tangled the series and obviously all these other shows. And they always had studios. Typically, they weren't Disney studios. They were just, hey, we do the creative in-house at Disney and we send it away to a studio in Canada and then they do the animation. But this is like a Disney-owned uh, offshoot studio, if you will. Um, yeah. and, and this came at the shock from what reports are saying to the animators at Burbank. They had kind of an emergency meeting announcing this to them and everyone was really just flabbergasted that they weren't even included. (laughs) I think they knew that it existed, but I think that they thought it was like 20 people or something. And then they're also, oh, by the way, there's 400 people working at the studio. studio. The studio. So I think that they knew that this was a studio and that it could probably go into the Disney Plus side. So like definitely- It's not a threat to Walt Disney feature animation. Not a threat to us guys. It's not Mm -hmm, a threat. mm -hmm. Um, but then today they had an emergency meeting telling everybody, oh, by the way, there's um, this exact, there, there's a lot of people there. And yeah, like it's, and they're not, from what I've heard, they're also non-union. They've got all of these, they like so many things. The new studio. The new studio. Yes. So the new studio has a lot of things that is much more beneficial to the studio or to the corporation than mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. to the employees who are at Burbank. <laughs> so yes. like on the one hand, here's, I we have so much to talk about each one of oh these individual gosh, pieces. Yes. Like where do we want do... Yes. <laughs> where do we want to do so go? much? Okay. I'll just hold on to like the little, the little bit of good. I'll start with that. Okay. Um, the good part that I see from this is that going back to one of our previous episodes where we talked about, wish and uh, basically it was right after wish we talked about that one and then we also talked about um the current state of disney animation episode 286 and neither morgan or i had a lot of hope for the current state based on the based on the people working there and like who's the ones in charge Mm -hmm. and so my question is 
is Jennifer Lee also head of this new studio? It doesn't seem like it is. And but she's still uh, over Walt Disney Animation Studios. I mean, this is under her wing. And this is movie it? is okay. and she's a producer from what I believe what we had, what we read. Um this is just another location yes. that okay. It, it, it's so, still a Walt Disney Studio under it's it's going to be in the in the Disney canon. Um, yeah. And she's going to be a producer along with probably other producers that we haven't seen or not announced yet. And um, it's just not being done by. I, I don't want to say Disney. Dis, I don't want to say Disney proper because this is part of Disney. You yeah. Know, there's always been it's just not uh, there, Burbank. There was the France studio that right. did um, Goofy the, movie. The Florida studio. There was the Florida studio when yeah. 2D was getting so hot and heavy that it was just like, we got to do two. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was an interesting time. So, yeah. So. I guess I guess my hope was that let's talk about the good. Okay, so the and then we'll jump and then I'll I'll take the baton from there (laughs) (laughs) because that's how we do it. A good bad good cop good cop bad cop thing. Um, So I the good things that I saw from this is going back to our conversation on in the current state of Disney animation is by the end you and I were basically agreeing that in order to kind of root out the rot, uh, you have to basically start brand new. And so I'm hoping that in this case, they're not going to have the same kind of political situations happening. So like, for example, these are, this is just one of the things that I was like, oh my gosh, this is important to talk about. And for those who don't know, I mean, I've been talking with people in my circle, you know, just who are Disney fans, just normal people. And they have no idea right what's going on obviously because they're not they're not clued into the ins and outs of the industry they're not obsessive like we are yes yes, exactly (laughs) so i mean the fact is they were having it it was the the amount of political correctness happened to where you were if you were an animator you were unable or not allowed to animate a character that wasn't both your sex and uh ethnicity and And the idea like, was, what? you know, animators, <laughs> animators always have the mirror, you know, especially 2D, you would see them have a mirror next to them and they would be looking in the mirror and making these faces and then drawing it out, you know, because right. they were becoming the character, mm-hmm. especially in 2D and obviously 3D CGI. Um, but now it, it's just be the this wokeness, if you will, has become so infused with it that it's like, well, you don't look like the character you're animating. So therefore you, you cannot touch this. And apparently we do not have the lived experience of all of these people. And it's, oh gosh, this came out with um, (laughs) film threat. They did a series called the D files really after they released their initial review of wish, which was one of the initial ones out there on YouTube, all these animators and insider people started contacting him like, yes, this is my experience. This is what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing. And so they, they, they're doing this ongoing series called The D-Files, which is breaking down what has happened to Walt Disney Animation Studios over the past five, six, you know, plus years. Mm-hmm. And so this is it. We'll, we'll include link in the show notes to both of them. By the time this episode comes out, th- ep- um, Article 3 will be out or coming out. And, you know, they talk about with, for example, Raya the Last Dragon, that they... Under the direction of Jennifer Lee, they really wanted to make sure that they had this this 50-50 ratio of women uh, animators, which typically this is not a a women driven profession. And I don't see the fact that, yes, in real life, there are women and men at 50-50 for the most part. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like in jobs that needs to correlate. You know, there's a variety of reasons for so. But then really to force this onto a studio saying no we must have this and we need to have it now 
Mm -hmm. uh, created a big problem. And so first it was, okay, we need to have women animators on this 50 50 and then they need to be uh, i believe women animators from southeast asia we want to have a high <laughs> dominance of those and then they couldn't like, they, were, they were really yes they were really you know, of southeast asian descent i should say and then you know then obviously they they capped out on who they are able to hire for that and they had to kind of like branch out branch out but it, you can just see this ideology where you're so focused on the granular aspects of what people look like and their background versus their skills and their experience, mm -hmm. which your background can play a part in. But if you're ignoring all of the experience and and just just. Doing it in, you know, living in the trenches and working it over and over, you know, like all of the animators had to do for a long time, the the inexperience is there. And apparently the veteran animators were really struggling, especially on Wish, when they brought so mm -hmm. many new people who just this, you know, typically Disney was Disney was where it was at. Disney yeah. was the place where you cut your chops somewhere else. You worked at a few different studios that were great studios, but they weren't, they weren't Disney, you know, the illustrious Disney and Pixar. And eventually when your portfolio was good enough and, you know, you had all the right, you know, the real and everything under your belt, mm -hmm. then you could apply to Disney and join, you know, the creme de la creme, if you will. And that over the past few years has not happened. They are just hiring people ref left and right. They're not coming from the accredited you know, prestigious art schools, which, you know, some things to be said about, you know, we can talk about that another day, but there's art school. Those art schools were really feeder schools into the Disney system. And just the experience from what we're hearing in the D files and other people, they just weren't there. And so mm -hmm. this is a long kind of rambling way of saying, uh, yeah, that the Burbank studio within five years has just, I, and I'm sure this was leading up to it before, but mm -hmm. it was just completely transformed from this old guard of veteran animators, Disney legends, people who'd been in working their craft for 20, 30 years to just people who barely got out of our animation school or mm -hmm. art school or, or not even any, you know what I mean? And I'm not surprised that Wish turned out the way that it did. And so all this leading up to here we have Moana 2. And instead of saying, hey, Burbank, hey, like, let's let's take the reins. Here's Moana 2. I get the feeling that Disney is like, this is such a disaster over here that we need to put you kind of in timeout. We need to let yeah. you simmer down and we need to figure out what's going on here. There are other projects, obviously, that are in development, have been announced, um, but we need something and we can trust this group over here, even though they're new. I, I don't even think that they think that they can trust them. I just think, well, at least they're not this. Like, at least we don't exactly. have this well, problem there. Oh, yeah, the and, B team. We, we can handle the B team, you know, the, yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, I, oh my gosh, there's just so much that has happened over there that you're just, it blows my mind how things have changed since you and I started podcasting. As I'm looking at our rotoscopers.com slash every episode ever, I <laughs> went back and I looked. Today, we are recording this on February 9th, 2024. And guess what day our very first episode of the Animation Addicts podcast came out? February 9th, 2012. Ah! So look at us, 12 years. Happy 12 years. Happy 12 years, Morgan. Wow, it's our anniversary. It is. I'm so glad we have a date. A date. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten together in a while so it's like oh look let's, at us let's plan something <laughs> yeah 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 so imaginary party <laughs> <Woo -hoo. laughs> 
So I'm looking at it in the 12 years that you and I have been doing this. It has been like, we've just, I, I kind of look back at, at us and we were so young and we were so like hopeful and you go Bright-eyed back and bushy tailed. Yeah. And some it's of like, our episodes, we re- we reviewed some of the worst movies out there and we were like, it's great. You know, here's the bright <laughs> side. We're not even going to acknowledge the negative because why? <laughs> Who needs that negativity in their life? Yeah. And now we are like post pandemic. Grand- it's just like we're like the grandmas who are like, <laughs> we expect more of you. We are not yes. sugarcoating this. Yeah. Th- no, this is the school of hard knocks and you're going to make it work. You know, like we love you, Disney. And I think that's why this whole thing is so frustrating. But we need to go back yeah. to Moana. Because there's just- so much love there that we're like, come on, we have we still do have hope, actually. Um, and so that's why it's like, OK, if we're going into this new studio, hopefully that mm-hmm. at least part this part that has been kind of rotting out the Burbank location is not there. And because. I'll just be honest. I am zero fan of unions. Like I've just yes. always been mm-hmm. a person Preach. that just was like, no, I. They almost destroyed Walt Disney the first time around, yeah, and here we yeah, are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm. I mean, I grew up. My parents have were entrepreneurs. I've always been an entrepreneur, and it's. I just. I. I just don't. I. I really revere entrepreneurs, and I think unions are people who just don't have the guts to go out and do it themselves. So mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. try to like. Well, well, don't go without me. Ultimately, um, the union so, becomes part just to for the sake of the union. Right. The union and, never wants to go away. So the union's going to do everything in its power to make sure that the union sticks around. Right. And so there's like the we're telling you this so that, you know, if you are completely against how we like our mind, our our frame of mind, then you'll know exactly why. Like, mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of people who listen to this who are like, I disagree wholeheartedly. And then the other people who are just never going to listen to us again. And then there's other who is like, oh, I'll hear them out. And then there's others. There's the like, people yeah, who come in my you know. DMs all the time who say, oh, my gosh, thank you for saying what we've been thinking. You know, exactly. so it's a yeah. variety of we got quite a, a variety. And, and that's that's fine. This discourse is important and it's helpful to help. Yeah, ultimately, ultimately, we want Disney to be better. So well, the thing go- is, like, I don't think this 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 discourse happens very often at all. And mm-hmm. so I think it's just important that if that somebody has this conversation somewhere so that other people can understand and the diversity of thought is wonderful. So anyway, here's the thing that I have with Moana too, though, is the rushed announcement of this, that we went from it being a Disney plus television series to, we are now converting it and turning it into, you know, the movie because yeah. they needed a movie and the pro- another problem is animation legends, John Musker, Ron Clemens, who are the the original animation, and they are like a directing duo. You see a lot of directing duos now, and I think a lot of times it's because they are not trusting the, the director or they have other reasons why they need to add a second director on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so you kind of get demoted to co-director. But these two were always in tandem working together. They worked on Aladdin. They worked on Hercules. Believe they worked on Great Mouse Detective, but they just are mm-hmm. animation legends yeah, in did. their own right. And obviously, they've done Moana, which was they were so great at. And we met them one time in passing. Yeah, that's right. Outside the Disneyland Hotel after Destination D, and they're not back. So th- again, I feel like if you were going to do Moana two right, and you were going to not just rush to make a date, which this feels like they are rushing to make a date. They don't care about making a quality film to yeah. make a true, you know, a Toy Story two to the Toy Story you know right or right, a toy right. story three like even you're not... toy story three yeah toy story four we shall not we shall not talk about yeah toy we story don't talk four. about those but 
if I feel like if you really to this is one of their most popular princesses, especially nowadays, it's one of their top films and shows on Disney plus is Moana Mm -hmm. of all the things people aren't going back and watching Disney plus or beauty and the beast. You don't see beauty and the beast on the top, on the top 10. It's, it's Moana. That's there. She's one of their most popular princesses. So for me, it's, it's concerning because you think you would do this, right? They're not bringing them back. They're also not bringing back Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm -hmm. And he was I remember being kind of I liked Hamilton. I think it's really overhyped, but <laughs> he is the reason Moana is so good is because yeah. the music is iconic. I could listen to the Moana soundtrack over and over and over again. And mm-hmm. his songs are wonderful. Your welcome is just fantastic. Shiny mm-hmm. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And just the cultural, you know, numbers that um away, away, you know, those just mm-hmm. feel authentic and really are very are very Moana and they're not coming back or he's not mm-hmm. coming back. Instead, they have this other duo called um, Baron Barlow. Those are the last names. Of the two women They're basically they became known for doing the Bridgerton unofficial musical, which after Bridgerton, there was this TikTok thing where they like yeah. wrote this musical and and these two girls did it. And I think they were nominated for a Grammy variety of things. And and like they're Good they're pop singers. But that's yeah. my problem is, OK, you're you're and I we can go back to the director for us in a, in a moment but they bring it we saw with wish what happened when the, like we well, let's bring pop people in and just yeah. do you know you can do a Disney animated film and Disney an- isn't pop it is Broadway at its core yeah. Yeah. and they're bringing these people that okay yes maybe the Bridgerton unofficial musical is more Broadway but it's not Lin-Manuel Miranda and for me the problem this very much reminds me of Olaf's Frozen Adventure you don't know the history of Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Mm-hmm. It was a ABC TV sh- um, special. You know, it's about 25 minutes long. It was supposed to play on ABC. Something happened and we never really got the the official on what happened there, but they scrapped it and they put it in front of Coco. Mm-hmm. And people did not appreciate that 25 minute Frozen short was playing in front of Coco. <laughs> but <were> upset. <laughs> it was it was very frozen. I mean, they had had frozen yeah. fever right before this, which was a traditional seven, six minute short. But mm-hmm. this was a full mini movie. And they brought in new singers or new songwriters for the first time. And they tried to copy the Lopez's style. And it's kind of there, but it's not. Um, I think I was way too harsh on it the first time we did the review of it. But it's it's not the same. It's it's cute and whatever, but it's not the same. And so I think the music could go two different ways. If they're trying to recreate Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda's style and the, the Moana that he has done, I think they will probably fail because he's a kind of a once in a lifetime guy, right? There's just a few of these incredible songwriters with out there. Style he, too, like with his, his style too. With his style. He's like a Howard Ashman, but different, yeah. you know, plus 30, yeah. 20, 30 years beyond, right? Yeah. Um, now, if they try to make Moana's two's, Moana 2's music different and some like still Moana, but not trying to copy what we did in the first one and just make it somewhat more unique then I think it could work, but I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I and and the stakes are so high for this. I don't know if they were brought on while this was still in production as a Disney Plus musical number. So they were just writing, you know, songs for a TV series and the stakes were low and mm-hmm. people wouldn't really care because it was the, you know, just the show. Like, who cares? Like some there are some good songs. Harmony, <laughs> harmony. There, a are, a, a there are a few, you know, 
bops that come out of these tv <laughs> series that stand the test of time but right. typically they're like throwaway stuff that you just don't pay attention to so yeah i have this is that's my speculation that they were brought in for the show and now it's like wow this is really amped up um the stakes for them yeah so what this reminds me of is atlantis milo's return <laughs> yeah and it is literally the same story as far as like production wise, like what, how this came to be. So basically Milo's return was going to be three episodes. It was a base. They were just going to do three episodes and put it on Disney. Like, I don't know if they're shooting for or, or adding were, it. It to, was just going to be three episodes or well, these were I, so the three pilot sort of episodes. I think this that was the three pilots. Cause yeah, I don't I think, know. I've never heard of a three episode sh like yeah, TV yeah. series. Yeah. So th this was the pilot. <laughs> Let's just go with that. It was a pilot <laughs> for a, for a show that wasn't going to work out. And then they just said, yeah, we're just going to put this as a DVD. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this was in the era of all the DVDs, all of right? Those, yes. So this was, I would say, I mean, among, if we were playing catch and fire right now and I pulled out the, which, you know, which movie would you rather see Cinderella two or Atlantis Milo's return? These are basically along the same that's, that's the same thing. Like you're watching mm. the same thing, just different, just different yeah, faces yeah, yeah, and for sure really bad quality as far as compared to the original, the, the theatrical. And it's just so it's very part one, part two, part three. And, and there's there, it's not like a full movie. It's you can tell it's three episodes that were just like smashed together. And it, yeah, so I just see this as that. And I'm I am not filled with hope <laughs> when, it, when I, when I think about this, however, like I just, I, you know, I look at, okay, most of the movies now aren't being actually made until you have six months left until the due date anyway. And so I just, I don't know, like, that's what wish mm -hmm. was, wish wasn't mm -hmm. like nailed down until six, six months through, um, frozen two also not nailed down until six months too. Uh, you had all of these, all of these movies that are all within the last decade that are much if, lower quality. Mm, than yeah, but those, those like. all ultimately went to DVD. All, I, I, I worry that they're going to try to smash three episodes into some sort of cohesive movie. I think they're going to try to creatively. The animation hasn't hasn't started, you know, think goodness you know, we know that that wish was essentially animated the last three to six months yeah um so i think they could take i i, I like where you're going with this i think they could probably take the uh, some the storyline you know ultimately where the end was going and just turn it into a movie and kind of cut out all the fluff filler episodes you know from what we heard is that this was going to be your typical you know go on it maui and moana go on adventure mm -hmm. they get a ragtag crew of characters I have a new group that, of friends yes i have a new group of friends <laughs> and they join along the way this is very much you know the uh, the frozen or the the tangled tv series that that did this you know they had a group of friends that joined along and totally totally so and, and you can see in this concept art which will include link to the concept art that was shared and it's moana and maui on a boat and there's a big tiger shark that they, you know, that's kind of illuminated in the, you know, what we saw in the last one. So is this someone's spirit or what's the situation here? And then there's an old guy on the boat. And of course there's, hey, hey, the chicken and the pig looks like a younger guy. And then kind of an, uh, there's like a, a teenager, a young adult man and an old man. So no yeah. girls, but it kind of reminds me of the initial version of 
Moana before this was like way, way, way before they even started when they had the casting calls. And initially it seemed Moana was supposed to have this this uh, like she was the youngest of like seven brothers. Yeah. All the brothers got to go out in the water and, and, you know, seafare with the dad. Um, but I, I don't imagine these are brothers that they're just kind of, you know, people they find on an island along the way and then they hop <laughs> off to another island, then another island. So, right. Yeah. But I'm I'm not excited. I'm not. Well, I'm, I'm definitely not excited because I don't feel like this was done in good faith. I don't feel like this was done out of like a true like, yes, this is the this isn't the Brad Bird. I waited, you know, 15 or 13 years to make the Incredibles 2 because I was waiting for a good idea to happen. This right. was no, we need to make another <laughs> movie. Happened to be the exact same idea. Just... Ah, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. And yet it did so well. It's one of the top, no. isn't it? Yeah. Is, I think it's one of the top three animated films now, if not number one. Oh, yeah, gosh. it's crazy. Um, you know, people will see what they want to see. And and that's the thing is they know that. Yeah. The Incredibles Let's... 2 was not great. And uh-huh. Moana, everybody loves Moana. And so they know that like whatever we put out there, you know, the, whatever like bait we stick in the ocean the the fishes are just going to eat it up yeah and i and I, I tried calling this out you know on my instagram i was po- posting talking with people and going back and forth and people and people were actually shocked they were like oh i was excited but this knowing the backstory this makes me not excited i'm like eh, sorry to rain on your parade but like you gotta know <laughs> yeah 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 so <laughs> yeah yeah no there's just so many things that i'm like i wish this weren't a thing yeah but, I mean, here's the thing. You could go ahead and like do an open call for stories and then find somebody the story that you like, you know? And I just, I just don't understand. Why don't, why aren't we going to books? Why aren't, because they keep going back to, I need to, I need to remind the audience of something that was successful one time. Mm-hmm. As I heard on that parkplace.com thing today, I was like, <laughs> that is so true. Everything mm-hmm. that they are saying, it's like, we have to let's just do something that reminds the the people of something that we were good at once. Disney is creatively <laughs> bankrupt right now. I mean, they have their their slate is just all these sequels and they've just mm-hmm. gone all in on sequel, sequel, sequel. And it's terrible. It's not exciting as a consumer. You know, you know, my yeah. stance on and the live action remakes is that I just don't see them. I will I will only see them if kind of forced to for a review and I'm going to a press screening but I will not sit down and watch them. I will not pay for them. I There's many that I haven't seen because I'm kind of just boycotting them. I'm trying to say, no, I don't want to participate. So this is kind of leads me into the next discussion I want to talk about. Semi-adjacent to this is okay. there's simultaneously the Moana live action yes, remake what is up with this? <laughs> that is happening. It's like they know that oh Moana is all they have based on oh. the Disney Plus data. So we have two different avenues that are happening. We have the live action and we have the sequel, you know, formerly Disney plus TV series. And this, we never talked about it, but this was so, I don't think people were talking. I don't feel like many people brought this up. And when this all went down, it, Uh -uh. no one made like a stink about it, except for me, like two (laughs) people in my real life. And finally, like I, I recently, again, on my, stories I share was going off again. So there's this live action Moana and fine, you know, Disney, you're going to do that. But was, what was kind of cool is they were bringing the rock back Mm -hmm, to do, mm -hmm. to be Maui. And he's a big guy. I mean, former WWE wrestler and like, he's not stocky and like, like Maui, but he will, he can play a live action Maui perfectly fine. And he's he's the voice. He's got the, the hair, the bod, you know, a demigod. Um, 
And then we were going to have, and I can never say her name right, Auli Cravalho, which, okay, butchered the name. Forgive me. Mm-hmm. She was going to play Moana. And it was known that the two of them together were going to do this. And that was kind of cool because the voice actors that. were going to yeah. come and they were going to be the ones that were going to be doing the live action characters. But then the crazies on Twitter, the people, you know, the eggs on Twitter who have no followers, but just get really upset because they are these justice, social justice warriors who everything must, you know, they, they, they have that's what they live for in their life, if you will. And there was this big stink that how Auli didn't. She was half Hawaiian. She okay? was. Yeah, she wasn't Hawaiian. She enough. wasn't Polynesian or <laughs> Hawaiian enough to play Moana. And so oh, next we get this video of of her, you know, and, and Disney is so they are so cowardly mm-hmm. in the 2020 era. They yeah. are so cowardly. They cave to this pressure of like three people online talking about it. They think that these few people, these few Twitter accounts and and people just making making a fuss represent the whole population and they don't. And so what they did is they they basically shoved, shoved her away and said, we're going to be we're going to be casting <laughs> someone who truly represents this character. And to shut her up, they give her an executive producer role. Now, she oh. did an announcement on Instagram basically saying what this was and, and how excited she was that, you know, she's passing the baton. And if you watch this video, which we'll include a, include a link of it in the show notes, she it looks like a hostage video. She has this piece of paper she's reading from. There's I no wrote soul. this down so that yeah, I could tell I, you exactly uh, what Dis- I wanted to Disney say. Disney legal made me say this. And it's <laughs> so pathetic statement. It's so sad. And it really is real heart wrenching when you're watching this video and you're knowing that like this was the this is the character that defines her. It will be the character mm-hmm. that defines mm-hmm. her for her whole life. Yeah. And to imagine to play this yet again, how amazing as a live action princess. Yeah. Have that taken away because the woke mob said, no, you're not good enough. Like, are we have we turned into the Death Eaters from Harry Potter where it's pure <laughs> bloods only? Because that is how far this craziness has gone this representation that everything needs to perfectly represent life like if you're not an animator who is this x y or z then you cannot animate person who is x y or z it is both it is just bonkers the world that we live in and i am so really sad and upset for her yeah because that because here's the thing the rock still has it Mm-hmm. the rock is still playing maui and, and he is not <laughs> he's like less amount or at least equal amount <laughs> As he's half is. he's supposedly half Samoan and half black, but he's also the bigger name. Yeah. Um he's well, the nobody star power. Would, nobody would see it if it was not him. Like people you know him. Yes. You he's, know he's, the voice. Like yes. his voice is iconic enough that you're like, no, that's not but the rock. Her voice is iconic as, it is. as Moana, you know? It and, is. It would, and I would have even though you couldn't you her. probably couldn't pick her off a lineup on the street. No. You could you could I mean Disney you, fans would, but if you of course, if you could close your eyes, you could. Yeah. And, ha- and I just thought it was just this really cool. Like, that was the one where I'm like, why are they doing this? But hey, I like the twist that they did there. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's not happening anymore. And so this actually has been pushed back, I believe, because now there's just too much Moana happening. I'm not sure. I, I still don't think they've actually gone into production um, of it. They announced this last summer and they made it seem like she was, she's like, we're in production, but I think they meant pre-production and they just like uh-huh. shot her in Hawaii somewhere, like on a beach to make it seem like, Hey, look at me. I'm on set Disney channel, you right, know, right, back right, in right. the days. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Have you seen that girl on Instagram who pretends to be Hillary Duff? Hey, it's Hillary Duff. <laughs> I love the internet. Oh, she's so great. Oh, if I if I can muster up the courage, not the courage, but I can muster up one of her videos. I'll include a link in the show okay, notes as well. Cool. <laughs> That's also one of the hard things is like when you see a random thing go by, you're like, I will never see this again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh crap, where was that? Yeah, I was. That that was a really terrible video, and it was a really terrible thing because I would have been excited to see that. I would have been thinking because this is one of those things where it's like you go back and it's like, oh man, I wish they would be able to do this in real life and be able to see the real actors doing mm -hmm, it. Because mm -hmm. this was something that I would have been all I would have eaten up like nobody's business. But now, like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And so it, this was supposed to come out the live action June twenty seventh, twenty twenty five. So basically a year and a half from now, mm -hmm. and. As a result of Moana 2 coming out this year, supposedly, I mean, who knows what will even happen, right? <laughs> right. Um, this is now pushed and they haven't announced Since when is an earnings call, the, the normal oh, way of announcing? Oh, how many things have been announced on an earnings call and then we, it just like flutters into the wind and we never see yeah, it again. Right. They just do it for the earnings call half the time to right. just, you know, like, oh, we got to hide the bad news and we got to get people excited and... And hey, it works. Don't look over a, here. Look over mm -hmm. here. Look over here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Do not look at the man behind the curtain. Exactly. So, so yeah, that's, you know, that's going to be pushed back. But, and, and obviously because now the rock, the rock and Aoli, <laughs> I, I will practice that a hundred times over after this video, but they initially were, were contracted for a Disney plus TV series. And so, um, they basically had to go into renegotiations for a film and to contract their voices for, you know, distribute, you know, there's a different contract and pay scale right. and all of this that you have to do. It's to the game has totally changed for them. Right. And so they're, they're probably going to have to go back and, and do all sorts of reshoots and not reshoots, but, you know, go back and film their lines and it's mm -hmm. going to affect the production of Moana uh, live action. So, yeah. so the, the tale of two Moanas, if you will. Oh my gosh. It's like Who knew Moana was such a big deal. I had no idea and up mean, until I you did, started but... seeing, well, as far as knowing that it was a good movie, yes. But knowing that it was this still this popular uh, until you, you have to look at the Nielsen's ratings and every week it's still up there. Mm -hmm. That and Bluey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that's all they got. They don't like you knowing that Bluey is number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like crap. So one last thing that I want to cover kind of before we end it is we, we talked about Ron and John aren't appearing again. And, you know, Jennifer Lee is going to be the producer. And we we have been extensive on our the jennifer lee era we don't love yeah i think there's time for something else it hasn't worked it's not good you know we there needs to be a full changing of the guard at all levels of the company starting mm -hmm. with Iger, starting with lee but okay whatever here's where we are for now until yeah. until this corporate shakeup investor takeover potentially happens it's not going to happen so right um going back to the director it was announced that malkin pierce is going to be the director and I had heard that he was head of storyboard for Strange World. But when I go on his IMDb, Strange World isn't mentioned anywhere. He actually joins the company as an animator for Tangled. So he's been here quite a while. Yeah. Um, and he previously worked on Open Season 2, Age of the Dinosaurs before then. Again, we're talking about cutting your teeth at these yeah. other studios, doing these other things before you kind of can make it to the big gig you know, worked on the prep and landing stuff, then was an animator for Wreck-It Ralph Frozen, Big Hero 6, Moana. He was an animation supervisor, head of animation for Raya the Last Dragon, and just an animator on Wish. Not just, but you know what I mean. Right. And so initially when I, I was concerned, and he's actually kind of, 
um, his, he had an interesting little statement on his thing that he posted. Finally, he said a year and a half ago, we decided to embark on an incredible voyage, setting sail on Vancouver, BC, determined to build a second animation studio that can continue Walt Disney animation studios, incredible legacy. So we're getting more of a timeline here. A year Mm -hmm. and a half ago, he was asked to basically take over and start this new fledging studio in Vancouver. And it was, he was setting sail, setting voyage. Our first project, question mark, Moana 2. Now, this is where his editing of history happened. Mm. It's now called Moana 2, but the first project was not Moana 2. It was the Moana Disney Plus TV series. And obviously, he's not going to... Editing history. He's editing (laughs) history, right? Like He's trying to present this as like, look at this. Yeah, this was from the very beginning. Mm -mm, Mm -hmm. It's not. We gathered the wonderful, wonderfully talented Moana leadership team and began assembling the crew. Like, I don't know if that necessarily means Moana leadership team, but, you know, there we go. Just in one year, our team grew to over 100 strong as we began to bring in these beloved as we began to bring these beloved characters to life. So work has been gone, been happening on this. They, mm-hmm. It went from zero to 100 within a year. So, you know, that's six months. That's you know, now we're looking at basically six <laughs> months ago, last summer. Um, they had 100 people. Today, we stand a proud team of 400 plus artists, engineers and technicians embarking on our first theatrical release. The announcement of Moana 2 hit me harder than expected today. Yeah, probably because they you recently got the news within the past month or two that that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> reminding like three days yeah, ago. And, and also remind, reminding me of the journey we've under and also the deadline. Hello, <laughs> the crazy deadline they've given you. No wonder it hit you like a brick. Oh Holy gosh, cow. Yeah. Reminding me of the journey we've undertaken since setting sail past the reef. I like these. The, I, right. I, I don't know. I appreciate the little flowery thing. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, an, he's an artist. Yeah. I couldn't be more proud of the studio and the extraordinary stories we'll bring to the world. Now, has he directed any, you know, a feature length film before? No. But has he been in the studio pipeline for a while? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I will give him that because. Yeah. Yeah. He, unlike Raya and the Last Dragon, where they got this guy who basically had directed. What was his name? Uh, Carlos Lopez Estrada, you know, they they pushed out Paul Briggs for this guy mm-hmm. for some reason, you know, unbeknownst, they didn't like him enough. Paul Briggs, he anyway, that's for another day. Yeah, but <laughs> sound like Joe Biden going off on a tangent. <laughs> anyway, enough about that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he does it, guys. It's really sad. Anyway, um, and. <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, but i was also looking at that really quick uh, there's don hall on there a bunch of times and i yeah oh, i yep. heard mm-hmm, i heard mm-hmm. that they cut him out too because uh he was no he was not quite enough for them uh he was the wrong sex and ethnicity be- mm-hmm, in order mm-hmm. to in order to lead a project oh, yeah he was like he, stuff like that it's like it's, what this is terrible it's just terrible it's like they are going for only the optics and sacrificing the creativity, the experience, just the robustness of the the Disney legacy simply for like checking off boxes. And we could hit and really we're hitting. And, we're, we're basically beating a dead horse at this point. But Malcolm Pierce. But also I it's, will it's say, jealousy. It's jealousy because somebody else wants his wants his job because he's yeah. been doing it a couple times. And they're like, I don't want you to have that same job again. I need yeah. my turn. I mean, that's I, I will give Malcolm Pierce some. I mean, I hope he does well. I hope he does well. I really hope, I hope that so. he like I, this. He's like this amazing creative genius and just really talented, you know, and, and he now has his opportunity because I don't want this to fail. I'm just really nervous for it based on the origination and the situation around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
yeah, so here we go. Moana 2, very up, followed by maybe a year or two later by live action Moana. So, whew, I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be a, the, the, the top, the clock is ticking. You know, people said like, why yeah. couldn't they get Lin-Manuel back so quickly? Like, you know, if they're announcing this, why don't they, he probably has other I things mean, he's working on. Like he can't other just. things and he, like, you know how long that would take? Like mm-hmm. he was working on the first Moana for years. Yeah. Before he was ever famous. I mean, he does have, if, if you could say he does already have that baseline knowledge because he went yeah. on the trips and he was working with the people and he had these uh, co- writers that he had created these songs with that were just yeah so he already has that built in and so he's kind of just has to like blow off the dust and look at his journals and and you know go get back into it or maybe there's songs that were unused you know Mm -hmm. you can bring back in i feel like but i i feel like if they could get him back they would yeah um but he's he's probably doing stuff he's he's in new movies now and he's probably making more broadway all the this is a busy guy where he can't yeah. just like okay for this like moana 2 cash grab thing i but just I'm it not... takes so much headspace in order to do a project like that mm-hmm. like i've just started opening up my my archives going back through some old songs that i've was that i'd i'd never released and whatever and even just like the idea of going back into the the pro- <laughs> going back into the folders, you know, the project folders is like, so that's a lot of work. It's a lot of headspace. It's a lot of like bringing it all together. So it's like, if I know that I have four years to do something, then great. I can pace myself, but it's like, are you kidding me? I've got less than six, probably six months, less than six months. Cause these things have to be done. Yeah. Done before you can yeah. animate. Yeah. There's a, I, I wish them the best and we will yeah. be tracking this intently as we go mm-hmm. along. So we did have um, a voicemail, which I'll include here. Basically talks about our sen- sentiments about, or should I just include it? Yeah. Let's talk to people <laughs> while you're doing that. Uh, we do have a, somebody went in and did a review on the podcast app. And I was very happy to hear this. It says uh, for ratings and reviews, this is from wizard zero one nine eight seven six five. Uh, and this was in every job that must be done and five stars, the animation addicts podcast with hosts, the rotoscopers is the only podcast I listen to. And mainly, I know I was like, whoa, Impressive. <laughs> is the only podcast I will listen to. And mainly while I am at work, all of the episodes bring an element of fun to the mundane work day work day i love all of the commentary listening to amazing interviews with animators and voice actors and funny jokes by the hosts and all of the inside information on animation and disney i've been a disney fan since i was a wee bonnie lass and i enjoy <laughs> this podcast a lot if you are an artist animator disney or pixar addict this podcast is a must oh thank you wizard 0198765 woot woot love it all right, here is this voicemail. Hi, Rotoscopers. This is Jazzy and A once again with a potential nerdy couch topic. By the time this voicemail was recorded, it was announced yesterday that the Moana Disney Plus series has been converted to a theatrical movie, slated to release later this year. Now, the schedule for Disney Animation has three sequels back-to-back. With Moana 2 in 2024, Zootopia 2 in 2025, a third Frozen film for 2026, and a fourth one confirmed at a later date. At this point, 
I'm led to believe that there's going to be a Disney sequel resurgence after 16 years. Don't get me wrong. While I grew up with those types of films as a kid, I'm sad at how there isn't any more adaptations after Big Hero 6, nor original tales after Wish, though I should have seen it coming. What are your opinions about this new slate? P.S. I listened to the sequels and duos episode recently, and my verdict is that any films made by Disney Animation is canon, while the ones from Disney Toon are set in a parallel universe. Thank you, and have a magical day. Yay, Jazzy and A. Uh, yeah, I, oh gosh, she's like naming those. It's like, it's, 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 a, it's a gut, it's a kick to the gut, every one of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I have no, Zootopia was fine. Like I had good things to think about it, but it wasn't like something that I'm, I'm all that into. No. And Moana, once again, we've exhausted that today. Uh, yes. The Frozens. Oh my gosh, please. The Frozens. No. <laughs> the bar- it reminds me of the Barbies. <laughs> it is. That's what it feels like. And then like we still, Morgan and I have a whole episode where we're going to go and re-talk about Frozen 2. And that whole episode is Oof. just the problem with Elsa. And it's, she's got issues and I'm not, uh, I just story storytelling problematic and the fact that they're moving forward with this is just it's heartbreaking that they couldn't just let it alone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i'm not necessarily excited for this disney sequel resurgence it was fine when it was one thing meaning it was a um for direct to dvd Mm -hmm. and it kind of stayed there and that's where it was but mm, I don't know that now that it's these are becoming theatrical. It's just that's the, the way it's the thing. Not not a fan. So yeah. I, I just feel like when you start going down the sequel territory where that's all you do, it just shows kind of just that you're kind of creatively bankrupt because you have no other ideas and you don't trust yourself to even explore those. Um, or you've just been so corrupted by the almighty dollar that that's you're not willing to take those risks to get mm-hmm. to the that next great you know franchise if you will you know frozen was frozen started as just a little original film so yeah yeah i'm not excited but you know we will see so i think we have lots to talk about and hopefully chelsea and i are going to be doing more episodes we're going to try to be this more consistently we're going to try to find a schedule and get in a groove um i really want to do the super mario movie next so let's get that going. We can do that one. And then if you guys have nerdy couch discussions and, and things, news that comes up, we want to try to co- cover more of these little news stories as they happen. And we're going to be releasing kind of these episodes. Uh, we're recording them on video and, and trying to put those out on YouTube. So that will be fun. So just stay tuned. We have big plans. But of course, you know, our, our software wasn't working the way we wanted it to this today. So, you know. It's just a normal episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more note from somebody. This is from Sam. And Sam says, I just wanted to say that I agree with your latest at- podcast. Keep saying the things that people are afraid to say because of censorship. It made my day 100%. Thanks, nice. Sam. You know what? I feel like these have been kind of thoughts that people, some people have had simmering, you know, mm-hmm. inside them for a long time. And it, it felt like over the past few years that you couldn't share it. You couldn't. Yeah you couldn't share the way you were feeling and, and the past few years also changed that. I think mm-hmm. post 2020, it's a different world where people are, you know, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And I'm not really, I'm not going to fear 
you know, that's America. I'm not gonna fear what other people think about it. We do this because we want to have fun. And Morgan well, and I, it's our nerdy, it's our nerd thing. And because we love Disney at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, the reason we we're do. being so critical about them is because we love them. We love their history. We love everything that they have, have done. Mm-hmm. And we want to see more of it. So seeing Disney falter and seeing Disney fall like this and you know making risky moves it's it's concerning and we love them and so we just want the best for you disney um this is hard love hard love honey yes so we shall see grandmas we we may be we may be proven wrong but who knows so we shall see we will we will definitely be reviewing this one in november yes and for sure yes so stay tuned be sure to subscribe If you haven't subscribed, uh, you, I know that Apple iTunes and podcasts have kind of changed the way that they've, they've done things. So just make sure that you are subscribed there or on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts. We will be found. We are still here 12 years later. T- your favorite animation Man. addicts talking about their favorite thing, animation and Disney. You know, Disney's in a different place than it was 12 years ago. 12 years ago, we were gearing up for Wreck-It Ralph was, was we, we saw the, yeah, the test screening for Wreck-It Ralph. And it's just funny how it's wild, how much has changed in 12 years. So yeah. more to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with that, until next time, we, we are, are the Rotoscopers. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> no, you I, did. <laughs> no, I did it. I know, you know me, I, my, my I know flavor. that's why I was like, what? Where's the lie? Look at us, look at us go. But Where's the, the lie? You know when people get really old and they just stop caring? Yes, that's what we've hit. I know. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> nice. You've been listening to the Animation Addicts podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave us a five-star review. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to help spread the word, be sure to share the podcast with your friends on social media. Just don't forget to tag us at Rotoscopers on Instagram and use the hashtag Animation Addicts. For all the links and full show notes for this episode, go to rotoscopers.com slash podcast. Now, if you still can't get enough for your animation fix, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and visit rotoscopers.com for more animation news, reviews, and interviews. Thanks for listening.